When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Welcome to the family with Tevin Pittman, co-host Catherine Brandt, and Andy Rampernard. We'll be right back for more of Catherine's horrible comments to black people. Yes, that's what I do. <laughs> that's what she does. <laughs> we'll be right back. <laughs> Tom here for my friends at Walzer Automotive Group with some exciting news. Walzer's rolling out Walzer Care on new and most used cars they sell in Minnesota. Well, Walzer Care is a powertrain warranty with coverage for 10 years or 150,000 miles. Powertrain coverage is like major medical coverage for your car. Engines, transmissions, all the really expensive stuff is covered. In addition, Walzer Care includes 24-hour roadside assistance. Lock your keys in your car, run out of gas, have a flat tire. Guess what? Walzer has your back. The best thing about Walzer Care? It's free with purchase. That's right, I said free. So, if you're shopping for a new or used Subaru, Honda, Nissan, Mazda, Toyota, Buick, GMC, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, Ram, Hyundai, or Chevrolet, see my friends at Walzer and get Walzer Care for free. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant. So what's the latest? Well, the latest is we're representing people who are injured through no fault of their own. Uh, people come to us. We talk to them about what their rights are. We talk to them about things that, you know, adjusters would call them up and ask them about. And we represent people in order to get them justice for the injured. And have been for a long time. Very, very successful. No question. I, I, you know, I do meet a lot of your clients. They come up to me on the street and whatever, and they talk about this, that, or the other thing. And they both say... Why do you guys hang out with Doug Sprinthal? And I just had no answer. For <laughs> he just looks away, you big baby. In any case, that's the whole deal. So people, they got any problem whatsoever, personal injury or other legal problems, whatever, they just reach out to Brad, Sean, Bryant. Yeah, Joe and I have both been president of the trial lawyers for the state. So we talk to people about all sorts of issues. The consultation is always free, and that's what we do. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean, Bryant. Baby, we were born to run. I do love this song. So I want, I'm, I'm still going to complain about this. The song? No. The, gov- the government of Minnesota. Okay. So this woman who I heard of, I don't know her. And I know this is a true thing because somebody else I know knows her. Knows her. You know a guy who knows a guy? I know a guy who knows a guy. Uh, she's a hairstylist, and she was she gave some haircuts at home or something like mm-hmm. that. And somebody narked on that her. That does piss me off. She got a $1,000 fine. And yeah. they took her license for two years. So she Trash. can't she can't make money for two years after this whole thing uh, is over. Wow. I mean, $1,000. Well, then I'm not going to call out my barber because he was about to start doing house calls mm. in like in a couple weeks wait and a minute a thousand dollars in two years 
I know a guy. He'll get you right, Tom. Albert Einstein. <laughs> yeah. It's a good look. <laughs> yeah, mine is so long and awful, I can't Albert even deal Einstein with it anymore. That's the upside to having no hair. Yeah. yeah. And he can do your buzz thing. He's got a clippers. All I do is what do like you need? buzz what my do you hair need? every I've been, going, I've been going to the same barber for... Oh, nobody else can touch your precious four hair? Four years, I believe. <laughs> Maybe even longer than that. Five years. Really? It's Yeah, it's it's a committed relationship I at see. this point. Yes, I understand. So. But I, I'm just saying, doesn't that seem a little excessive? Well, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's very excessive. And I get, like, yeah, everybody, you want to be safe. But, like, if you're doing where it's one cut in your house or going to somebody else's house, and I'm guessing because you're doing that, you're sanitizing and at least doing the proper yeah. social distancing steps that you they should They are, do. yes. I mean, they should be very clean. They're trained and, to be clean. They have to be, yeah. you know, yeah, they're sanitizing their stuff. Yeah, I mean, unless than, they come in with the virus and cough in your face, you know. Yeah, and, and unless, like, I feel like you have better things to do as a government right now than cut, yes. right. harass you. the hairdresser that's trying to pay yeah. the bills. Well, like you said, they're letting out sex offenders and yeah. and and jailing people that are Going out on the beach. beach come on yeah. well it's we, all a money grab it's yeah. just a money grab because they're they're not going to be able to uh payroll taxes they're not getting so they're trying to find out any little way that they can screw people over right yeah there's no they're not people aren't out committing as many crimes because everybody's in their house and so you're not getting that tax or the money off of finding people or right. giving people tickets so you got to make it up somehow like to point sounds, out that, sounds just so. Well, that's like yeah. even like uh, we had a promoter at Union that wanted to throw like a small ten-person party for like him and his friends, and we're like, oh no, sorry, like we can't do it. And it was, I want to say it's like a fifteen hundred dollar fine for like the manager that is there to open the business to let him in. Like everybody there gets like a thousand dollar fine. The <sighs> restaurant gets a huge fine as well on top of it, and so it's like. There's no, it's, yeah, no point in even trying to risk I mean, it. I really feel like, okay, this is America. If I want to go out and get the virus, <laughs> then <laughs> I should be able right. to get the virus. <laughs> we have a call, and I believe it is from Wendy. Wendy, Wendy, Wendy. Hello, hello. What's yeah, those the people buzz? that are calling in ratting on, those people that are calling in ratting on people, they should be ashamed of Absolutely. themselves. Absolutely. Wendy, I'm glad you called because I gotta pass this along then. Now that you're on the, on the phone, I was thinking about this. We were talking about the the barbers and all the rest of it. <clears throat> so, you know, not everybody likes the KQ Morning Show or the Tom what? Bernard podcast. I know I, it's hard to believe. I hate them both. But I had a guy. Everybody who, in my house loves them. Thank God, we love you. You don't have to lie, Wendy. Uh, <laughs> you don't have to lie, Wendy. Stop that. So, I had a guy that cut my hair for about five years. And I paid him a lot of money to cut my hair. Because back at the beginning, he was coloring my hair, too, before I just let it go gray. And he did my hair for, like, five years, all the rest of it. All of a sudden, I couldn't get in anymore. And I found out later, this is my life, Tom Bernard, ladies and gentlemen. I found out later I couldn't get in because he met a woman who hated my show. And she said, I will not date you if you cut his hair. Man, he's whipped. Then I... (laughs) I was gonna say then I wouldn't date that person then because it's like wow can't uh, can't make decisions for yourself there. Yeah, exactly. Plus, yeah, I, you're gonna impact my business with your bullshit. Yeah. Come on. And, and what, no. well, how know, do these you... people? These people that are calling into rat on people like that. I know. They're the same freaking people on you're Facebook right. that are calling people who want to 
get the economy rolling. They're the same people who call those people Nazis. It's yep, like you guys right. don't even know what Nazis are. You're so stupid. <laughs> you know, and I'm I'm almost embarrassed because some of these people, some of these people I know, they're my age, and it's like. Are you completely out of your mind? You have no idea what you're talking about. I know, the curtain twitchers Mm -hmm. are really obnoxious human beings. The people that are ratting out hairstyles are also calling the cops on, like, black barbecues. I think those are the same. Black barbecues? Don't be messing with black barbecues. Except there are 500 people They're calling them on white white people at the beach, too, so we're in the same boat. Yes. I mean, the way to handle that is the way I handle it. I said, look, man, you can either cut my hair or live with that whore. It's up to you. I want my hairdresser back very, very badly, but Not... I've been doing okay coloring my own, so oh, that's good. fortunately, you know, I don't get out in public much, you know, with the stupid thing, so, right. and you know, this is me, I'm, I'm one of the people that they classify as at risk because I have diabetes. It's oh, like, yeah. You know, yep. mm-hmm. you people all need to just chill, you know, they're, they're making it. Yep. Well, apparently they don't have anything better to Dr. do. Fauci, oh, you Fauci, just the, the Dr. Fauci guy, does it seem to anybody else like but me, does he seem really excited every time he comes oh, on yeah. with a new report? Oh, yeah. He yeah. wants I'm sure. to make it so bad because it's his time to shine. Yeah, I think he's and getting off on this for sure. Yeah, it's like, well, he needs to stop getting off on it, you know, and let the rest of us. You know, my family's had small businesses. I know people, well, my family has a small business, but it's an essential business, so it's business as usual with them. But, you know, you need to quit scaring everybody. If you just gave normal numbers, and they keep talking about, oh, the amount of cases is going up and up. Yeah, you idiots. It's because they're testing more. Of course it's yeah, absolutely. going Absolutely. Of course. It's a much, much greater have, testing. The people have always had it. You just refuse to test them before. Just get the tests out there, test everybody, figure out who has it, figure, you know, do the antibody tests, figure out who's had it, and then redo it. You don't have to scare people all the time. I mean, I'm not scared. It's like I don't really watch the news except for the weather anymore. And, you know, if I catch some COVID stuff, I just give the TV the finger until it's done. <laughs> I know. I can't even stand there it anymore go. because it's just like, okay, uh, should we wear a mask? Shouldn't we wear a mask? Oh, it, you should not wear a mask. Okay. Well, then if you do wear a mask, you're a Nazi, hillbilly, Trump supporter. Oh, yeah. wait. Oh, now we're supposed must, to wear yeah. masks? If you don't wear a mask, you're a hillbilly. Yep. <laughs> Nazi. Yeah. Trump supporter. It's like, oh, my God, just just come up with a plan and shut up. Well, yeah, and somebody's like, oh, why are you wearing a mask? I'm like, listen, you idiot, it's because technically I'm at risk. I really don't care. Mm-hmm. And it's like, call me a hillbilly if you want, but that's not accurate. I'm a redneck, not a hillbilly. <laughs> yes, let's not forget it. There's no like, hills here. The town that I come from, there's a difference between rednecks and hillbillies, and it's how many teeth you have. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you from, Wendy? River Falls. Oh. oh, I'm sorry. Oh. I'm so sorry to hear that. Well, I know. Oh, no, Tev, Tev I, I grew up in that neck of the woods. It's a little north but, of there. But, Tev, but Tevin, I live, on, I live on the east side here. I'm a St. Paul east sider oh, okay. for about 25 years. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it doesn't bother me. I don't I don't think think it's but, yeah, it's like, 
it's like, you know, I can speak redneck quite well. You know, second language, speak redneck, it's great. <laughs> now, don't use that but one word, really Tevin's here, you know. You mean neighbor? Neighbor, <laughs> that's exactly what I was like, a neighbor. Well, and it's hilarious because all these people, they're like, these people that are so socially conscious and triggered and all this, it's like, oh, for God's sakes, get off it. The people that you're insulting are normal, everyday, average people that want to get back to their livelihoods. Yep. You know, and they're like, oh, what if you kill my grandmother? It's like, okay, theoretically, your grandmother, you know, the person I heard saying this, oh, what if you kill my grandmother? It's like, your grandmother's already dead. She died five years ago, so don't give me that crap. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, you know. I like it. it yeah. It, people just need to use common sense, which is sorely lacking. Yep. You know, and just do check-ins on your friends. You know, it's my friends. I, every like every Wednesday lately, we've been having our uh, we've been having our uh, our Key West uh, Zoom happy hour session. Nice. And it's a, it's a lot of fun. You guys should pop in on it. Of course, Andy's going to have to show your dad how to use Zoom. Well, I'm not doing it. I refuse to do it. No, I'm not going to show him how to do Zoom. Yeah, no. you would have to do it. You're much more patient with. We taught your grandpa, your or your dad, how to use Zoom. So. Yep. And he's 93. It's, so it's so much fun. But I mean, he's you better get to at computers talk to than people. <laughs> oh yeah, and you get to talk to normal she people. Is. I mean, Brittany, Brittany joined us a couple of weeks ago, and it oh, was so she? good to see her. Oh, that's nice. Yes, she did. I got to call it's Brittany. Nice. I got to have. Oh, yeah. She's yeah. losing her mind on her. TikToks. Oh, she, she? she sends me like new TikToks that she does all the time. I'm like, she's, she's, not a, she's not a born social distancer. No. Like, no. no. Oh, God, no. Yeah. no. Some of us yeah. were born for this time. <laughs> yeah. She was not. I appreciate that. I appreciate that you guys are doing what you're doing and just, you know, making people like me laugh a little or smile a little. Or, I like you know, it. I cannot wait. Hopefully, we're going to have Nashville this fall because oh. I am so ready to oh go. yeah nashville are they putting anything on hold for travel plans yet or are told they just me going, going or I'll, do you have to go to work for another radio station <laughs> bilski, uh-huh. bilski can drive the buses we found a t-shirt that we think we should do for it the group of us that travel all the time it says um that's a horrible idea what time <laughs> <laughs> what time <laughs> Wendy, thank you very much, and don't forget, ladies thank and gentlemen. Thank you. I, we appreciate Excellent. all of your support of the show. Thank you very much, Wendy. No problem. Thanks. Have a good day, guys. You too. Bye. Wendy, 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 one of my favorite. She is such a nice person. She is. Everybody should be a nice. Is everybody from down in your neck of the woods a nice person? River Falls. Where are you from? Like I think so. Osceola, Osceola, Wisconsin. Osceola. Osceola. Yeah, I would say everybody, for the most part, is nice. Like, See, that's how it should be. Where is Osceola? What's the? What does the it's name the, of the town come from? Is that like a uh, Chief Osceola, like the okay. Indian chief? I forget what right. Indian tribe. But okay. we have like a plaque because we were the chieftains, and we used to get like protested at our games. Oh, and people, okay. like, Indians or, or uh, people, not mascots. But we had a plaque from like the tribal elders that was like, "We approve you guys using this oh. mascot." And he was the name. leader of the Seminole people. There we Seminole. Go. Florida. Oh yeah, Florida. Florida. Oh, how did that get? Which is interesting because he. It's interesting because he was named Billy at birth, and he was part Scottish. 
Okay. Really? Scottish and black, actually. And yep. Oh, there here is. we go. There it is. Represent. And, uh, he decided to embrace his uh, Indian heritage. And, I want to say they oh. tricked him into surrendering and killed him. Is oh. like how he died. Really? In the battle, I think. I might be thinking of somebody else, but I'm pretty sure that's what happened. Yeah, it looks like it. Wow. Yeah. We shall take a break and come right back with part two. And part three, of course, would be Kostaki Economopolis. Oh, what's he got up his sleeve? Tevin Pittman <laughs> in studio with us, ladies and gentlemen. Right back. Tom Bernard here, and with me is the CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. Tell me, Michael, I was reading on your website that one of your bankers has worked with a customer for more than 30 years. It's a long time for any business relationship. Is that common? Not only 30 years but two generations. Our great client, Northland Fastening Systems. 30 years is definitely not common for a lot of bankers, but Brad has developed a relationship with that trusted customer that has allowed them to show steady growth every year they've been together. Building the relationship of trust is what we do best. It allows us to make quick deals that benefit them and all of our business customers. The cool thing is that it gives us a chance to be more than your banker, hopefully a partner and maybe even a friend. I have never liked you, by the way. Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience? Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Thanks, friend. And you are? Real nice. <laughs> Chuck Knobloch. <laughs> Chuck Knobloch. 2020 never looks so good. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. With 2020 upon us, it's time to ditch the contacts and pitch the glasses. Take it from me. It's one of the best things you can do for yourself in the new year. I've never looked back from having LASIK myself, and with Dr. Whiting's unsurpassed experience, you can trust you're amongst the best in the business. Call 855-554-2020 or visit whitingclinic.com online to schedule your free LASIK consultation. The great people at Whiting Clinic will take fantastic care of you, just like they did for me. Call 855-554-2020 or visit whitingclinic.com online to schedule your free LASIK consultation. Imagine 2020 or better in 2020. And let 2020 be your best year yet with LASIK at Whiting Clinic. LASIK results may vary. Talk to your Whiting Clinic doctor about your individual outcome potential. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back. So good. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK. What's happening? We just ran an extra commercial <laughs> yeah. for Dr. David Whiting. I think the keyboard uh, had a little problem for a second. Yeah, and by the way, we're still key. running the commercial, even though Whiting Clinic is not open right now. We're running a commercial because oh. David Whiting is one of my favorite people. He's a great guy. Mm. Yeah, they had to make your appointment now. Here's what I like. I should go in for a checkup because, you know, my vision's getting a little blurry again. Mm -hmm. But I can't because that's not an essential business. Yeah, seeing is not essential. I've been having a very, very difficult time getting into an eye doctor. (laughs) You believe that? I I think if you had a, you know, like a a laceration of your eye, you could probably go in. Maybe. That'd be nice. Because I know they said the same thing with, like, dentists where you can't go in and get, like, your teeth whitened, right. but if you have a you dental emergency, yeah, if there's or... an emergency that you need, you can go in rather than having you go to the hospital and trying to get in oh. there. But do you need to like get a permit? <laughs> do you no, have a three-day approval? Yeah, I have no idea. Do you have to call the gov up and yeah. say, gee, can I go to the doctor? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Am I allowed, sir? To yes. Right. How do you say the name of this company? R-O-C-H-E. Is it just Roche? Probably. I believe. Is that the one with the vaccine? Yeah. Yep. Yep. There's also, they make retaining walls and paving systems. I don't so, think it's that one. What? <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's different. 
For the second time in three days, the Food and Drug Administration has used its emergency powers to approve a new, uh, using a new tool against COVID-19. Roche announced Sunday that it has received the okay for an antibody test. The Wall Street Journal reports experts say antibody tests can help them understand how mild and asymptomatic cases of the disease are spreading. The FDA. Now, what are they? What are they figure now that there are about uh, what five hundred thousand people that have had it that don't know they had it. Well, Alex had a friend that went in with her kids because they had the chicken pox or something, and they tested every. I, I don't know if they tested the kids, but they tested the mom, and the mom they were like, "Oh, by the way, you've got COVID <laughs> right now." Really? Yeah. So she, <laughs> so, well, she didn't, didn't even know. know. No, no, she wasn't even sick. She's not sick at all. She got tested. Well, I told you what Dougie Dawson told me. No. I got an email from my friend Doug, lives in Toronto. <clears throat> we see him in the winter all the time, you know. Uh, found out a guy that we play golf with absolutely confirmed that he had COVID on January 2nd. Mm. So that's going back quite a yeah. ways. So I do think that Alex and her kids did have COVID. Well, she went in and had a test yeah, because was she was like, I want to, well, they, but they said that the, it was one of the early antibody tests mm-hmm. and apparently it was only like maybe 65% accurate. Yeah, the early ones right. sucked. <laughs> like, so why bother? Why bother? Exactly. Well, there's a third, one in three chance <laughs> right. it could be wrong. Even if it says <laughs> you don't have it, there's Fair. a chance that you could. But we'll take so your $100. Any, yeah, doesn't give you any peace of mind whatsoever. <laughs> but we'll take, yeah, but we'll take all. your 100 bucks. No, you're absolutely right. Not yeah. at all. So in any case, uh, Roche says that they can, uh, oh, it's 99.8% accurate. Oh, that's, that's really good. good. Yes, we like that. So Those that's are much better thing. odds of being The Roche right. test has been 100% accurate at finding COVID-19 antibodies and 99.8% accurate when showing no antibodies in the blood, the Swiss company said. An executive said that there, when the blood sample is taken, at least 14 days after the person has been infected by the coronavirus, the test is reliable in finding antibodies. So that's good to know. Uh, so they're gonna, they're talking about a hundred million of them a month. <clears throat> well, I hope that I had it. I hope I was asymptomatic. I don't even. I wouldn't even care right now if I got sick. I just want to get this over with. <laughs> just let me get sick. I'd like to just wander through the earth. I just, just... want to be ill and get it over with. No, I understand. It's stop this hell. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, you know what's weird? The first thing when I wake up every morning, first thing I think of is, oh, that's right, we got COVID. <laughs> When you're asleep at night, you like forget. Yeah. And you wake up the next day and you think, oh, son of a bitch. That's right. Yeah. We're still going through all that. Yeah, we're stuff. at what what percentage unemployment? 20 some percent? Yeah, 20%. That is just mind boggling. I will tell you, if this goes What's on. What's 20%? To, <clears throat> unemployment. Unemployment. Oh, yeah. yeah. Horrible. And like, the craziest part is, like, too, with, especially with restaurants and businesses in general that aren't going to make it through it. Like, it's not just going to go back to, oh, we open up and everybody has their job back. It's no. like, well, now there's still a large percentage of Oh, no. A ton, of, a ton of people have not been furloughed. They've been fired. Yeah. It's like, we don't know what's going to happen. Really? So we can't say that you have a job when you come back. So they're going to be, like, unemployed looking for new jobs. Yeah, it's terrible. <clears throat> that is really, really terrible. Um, so I don't know. We'll we'll see how it all works out. But if it if this lasts two more months, I would say I don't know how many restaurants are going to be able to reopen. No, They're going to be know. so deeply in debt with rent yeah. and all the rest of it. Well, well, never pretty much anything other than chain restaurants that are well established. Yeah, are be right. just done. If it well, goes two more months, it's true. And back it will to the be. whole stylist thing, they get the last on the list to open. So let's. So now we're at May 18th here in Minnesota, right? Mm-hmm. I think yep. we're at. So that doesn't mean that 
stylists are going to be open May 18th. They no. might be another month. Yeah. How many, how many, how many well, people are going to be able to hang on? Hair. Yeah, and I, I think like May 18th, I would assume that they just tell us it's another two months or another two months, another two weeks, and they just keep pushing it out. Like I don't yeah. think. That, no, well, that's why I don't. Th- I yeah, think you're right because there's no plan. Yeah, there's a, no. Everybody's saying, well, we need to do this, we need to do this, but there's no. Here's what we're doing to get to this point that we're. No, I saw a I saw about. a sign on a furniture store that said now open. Uh, abiding by COVID-19 rules yeah. or whatever. So I'm guessing that's how many people can go in a store. Yeah, and like a lot of people places are doing like curbside pickups. You can, which I think is the greatest thing to come from the yes. COVID. Yes, I like hope they curbside. keep that up for the rest of time. Oh, I'd like to be able to sit on my couch while doing something else and say like, yep, I want this, this, and this. And yeah, then I need drive new light bulbs. And there it yeah. is. And there yep. they are at mm-hmm. Home Depot and you don't have to sit there sorting mm-hmm. through all of their light bulb section. Yeah, that stuff's nice. Okay, you guys ever heard of Jolie Dunn? No. I don't think so. This has got to be Fawn Part 2. This is something that Fawn would do. Okay. Girls' quarantine song has a pressing, pressing existential question. You know what the name song. of this little girl? She's got, she doesn't look to be much more than three. Does it say how old? Oh, she's eight? God, she's tiny for eight. She's a tiny little eight-year-old. Andy, if you could find her, because I can't play the audio here. Oh, they have the audio? J-O-L... I found her. I didn't know there was audio, though. Okay, you know the name of her song? Poop something? You're close. (laughs) Very close. (laughs) The girl's quarantine song asks a pressing existential question. Well, let me just... uh, Yeah, just play it. Play it, and uh, let's see. I hope you can understand her, though. Here it is. Get the little kid voice. (laughs) Right. I wonder what's inside your book I would love to have gotten um, uh, what's inside your butthole. Your I always want to know. Yep. I would love to get the opinion of who was the was it Lisa that don't f up your kids? Yeah, 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 yeah. Lindsay, opinion yeah. on what Lindsay? Yeah, there we go. What's... But that's such a little girl oh. thing to do. I wonder what's inside your butthole. I always want to know. <laughs> I always want oh, to know. There's, maybe there's astronauts in there. <laughs> right. Oh yeah, she, maybe astronauts. there are astronauts. Yeah, maybe there's some astronauts. <laughs> astronauts are in your butthole. <laughs> well, stuck at home during the coronavirus pandemic, have you had an ample opportunity to ponder the meaning of life, or perchance? Uh, what might be in your butthole? <laughs> if you've come up, <laughs> if you've come up short on the ladder, Jolie Dunn has some possible answers for you. The eight-year-old from Los Angeles has become an online star overnight after her mom, Lisa Rafael Dunn, posted a video of her daughter singing her latest quarantine ditty. The name of the song is alluded to earlier. I wonder what's inside your butthole. I wonder what's inside your butthole. Maybe there's astronauts. Maybe there's aliens. All inside your butthole. <laughs> Maybe. Kids we don't amazing. know. Microscopic universe that we don't know about. We just don't know. That's true. <laughs> what the where would you, where do these kids go? They're so fascinated with butts yeah. and poop. Well, because that's you know, that's their outlook on life is their body and their house and their basically their family. I and their pets. That's all they've stories. got. Well, and I'm sure it doesn't help that. Parents have to make such a big deal when they finally start using the toilet. 
oh, yeah. encourage it. Absolutely. Yeah. It's like the first thing that they feel like they did that was like important, I feel. Yes. Oh, yeah. Toilet training is. So they're like, oh, this. Very Freudian. Yeah. This whole this whole topic <laughs> is very important. So I got to keep or got to remember that. No. Yeah. I got to tell Tevin and all the listeners. <clears throat> so on, on Friday, Alex and Dan and the kids came over for dinner and just hanging out. Mm-hmm. And there's Seiji, who will be two years old next month in yeah. June. He's wandering around the basement, and he has a piece of paper. And every few feet, he'd stop and kiss the piece of paper. And then he'd walk further, and then he'd stop again and kiss the paper again. <laughs> and we're like, what is he doing? <laughs> right? Finally, I go over there. It's a picture of Andy. Who <laughs> <laughs> the kiss is Uncle Andy's My picture. theory is that I haven't, we haven't seen each other in... God, I don't even know. No, Since Florida, it's, yeah, it's been probably four months. No, you're you're scared of toddler cootie germs. Well, <laughs> I think most people are right now. Yeah, scared of toddler cootie germs. Yeah. Yep. No, it was just so sweet to see that little boy. He was so excited to see Andy. Yeah, he, he hasn't seen Andy. He is just time. getting so. He's getting cuter and cuter. Indeed, that's a cute age. He's, he has this little T-shirt with an octopus <clears throat> on there. They said, "Hey, what's on your what's on your shirt?" Octopus. <laughs> Octopus. Octopus. Yeah, little kids. So damn cute. That's how when they're not when be. they're not crying and screaming, they're so yeah. adorable. Yeah, when they're not, yeah, when, <laughs> when they're not they're crying not uncontrollably off. and need to be changed. Did, and, you, yep. did you cry a lot when you were a little kid? I don't know, probably. Like he remembers. Probably. Yeah, probably. Really. No, he's just kind of whiny now. I was an emotional person, I guess. As an emotional person. Although not really, because I remember going to like funerals. And not crying and feeling weird for not crying. For not crying. Yeah, me yeah. too. No, I understand that. I mean, when you were like two. No, I mean like when I was like eight years old. Like, yeah, I, I was like a... my great uncle's funeral. After and... like kindergarten, I don't think I cried much. Before, I, I remember crying all the time because my brothers were constantly pounding on me mm. or something or being <laughs> mean to me. I remember crying a yeah. lot. No, I was just too. I was just too manly at such a young age. Yeah, to too, show cool. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> too cool. Testosterone came in early. <laughs> too cool. Well, I feel like a great I uncle. I mean, <laughs> I feel like it's a great uncle is like far enough removed from your life that it's yeah. kind of like I don't know. Well, that whole funeral thing when you're a kid, it's like, what were we doing? Yeah, mm-hmm. I still dead body. I still there? don't get what? it. So confusing. That is true. There's no doubt about it. We'll take a break. Come right back. Tevin Pittman and Kostaki Economopolis. Right up to this with the family. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more. And please tell them that Tom sent you. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. Northern Metal Fab right off the interstate in Baldwin, Wisconsin, is a custom job shop specializing in large-scale projects. Northern Metal Fab is now hiring for all positions, including welders, painters, and inspectors, to provide quality craftsmanship to their customers. Northern Metal Fab is growing, and their growth is your opportunity. Northern Metal Fab offers competitive pay, excellent benefits, and more. Apply online today at nmfinc.com. That's nmfinc.com. Northern Metal Fab is an equal opportunity employer. You got a problem? 
What's wrong, Jude? Manner. You got a little problem today? What's the matter? We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Tevin Pittman in studio and on the phone. Kostaki Economopolis, how are you? Hey, guys. Catherine, is that your uh, impression of uh, Robert De Niro? What? Yeah, I was actually just about to what say. What did I say? We come right back and you're like, we're going to have a problem? <laughs> <laughs> oh, mm. yes, it was. No. The problem is. <laughs> he got a problem. That's the most polite Robert De Niro impression of all time. Are you okay? Are you looking at me? I was talking to my dog. Are you looking at me? Is, is everything all right, sir? You got a problem. <laughs> well, he's looking at me with a... He gets he gets these... Uh, what what What's that eye disease that you get where your eyes bug out? Graves disease? Yeah, he has disease, a Graves yeah. disease look. <laughs> like, what's he kind of does. Okay. He's got his he Graves does. disease look. <laughs> it's like, a what's nice happening touch. over That's there? That's very, very nice. My favorite Robert De Niro quote of all time was from what it was it called Midnight Run or something like that. Oh. I don't know, I can't remember, but he's a cop, I believe, and he's got he went to pick some guy up, and it's like Charles Grodin, I think, somebody like that. And oh Gro- yeah. Grodin will, right. not, will not shut up, so De Niro says, "Yeah, well, here come two words for you. Shut the fuck up." <laughs> <laughs> It's a little more than two words, but you know. <laughs> the point was made. Oh, I come up. Uh, that's funny. I like, uh, I mean, that, I'm sure there were some before that, but that to me is the first, like, oddball, like, buddy film, right? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I mean those two, are, I mean, couldn't get further apart. <laughs> no doubt about it. No doubt about it. Uh, that's funny. So you do Whenever well. I think of. Of those kind of movies, I think of, uh, I took, years ago, I took a screenwriting class at uh, UCLA, and uh, there was a debate that the teacher's argument was all movies are about one person, right? And so the class mm. is sort of debating whether this was true. And, and a guy raises his hand and he goes, well, what about a buddy movie like Donnie Brasco? And the, uh, the teacher goes, I've never seen Donnie Brasco, but I can tell you right now, it's about Donnie Brasco. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not, a great, not a great example. <laughs> not a good question. Yes. <laughs> I can tell you right now, it's about Donnie uh, Brasco. Yeah. <laughs> My first thought was like good leap. Rush Hour. That's definitely about two people. There's, a, there's some yes. deuteragonists going on there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think it's a debatable point. But yeah. the broad notion that generally when you're writing a movie, generally, the underlying yeah. through line is sort of about one person's arc, right? Uh, but, yeah, of course, you can think of lots of mm-hmm. movies where that doesn't seem to be true on the surface. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. So uh, could I ask you, Andy a question here? Andy, is there any way you could play Jolie? for Kostaki and see if Kostaki can guess what she's singing on the phone. Uh, he has a small child, so I'm guessing. Yeah. I'm guessing. Have you be... heard Jolie singing? She's eight years old from California, and oh, she's singing about the coronavirus. Yeah, Have you heard it? Well, I don't know if it's about the coronavirus. No, it's not about the coronavirus. It's supposed to be. I already. think so. Well, That's what they said in the I heard article. nothing about corona. No. Okay, well, here <laughs> she's well, singing. I don't know if Kostaki can hear when I play things. Let's find out. All right. Can you hear that, Kostaki? Yeah. Okay, let's start over again. So he can hear it. What's inside your butthole? I always wanted to know. 
She's eight years old. I'm telling you, you could have a YouTube channel of just (laughs) poop and butthole and pee jokes for toddlers, and it would be huge. It would be huge. It would. I wonder if that stems from, like, a potty training song that she then remixed. Yeah, probably. You know? And then she, at one point, Kostaki, she says, what's inside your butthole? Maybe an astronaut. (laughs) Like, what? (laughs) An astronaut? Because the word ass is in there? <laughs> I think kids just oh, combine two things that they hear into one thing. I suppose. It doesn't have to make any sense. What was the other one? It was astronauts and what was the other Aliens. one? Aliens. Aliens, yeah. Well, is, maybe it's aliens. <laughs> she prob- yeah, she probably like did some potty training and then watched a space movie and then was yeah. like... Locked it all in. <laughs> Sugar yep. rush and here we are. Anyway, in any case. How about that Korean baseball league? <laughs> what? What? Uh, yeah, the Korean Saki, are you going to uh, bet on some Korean baseball that's going to be broadcast on ESPN now moving forward? Is that the only thing left in the world? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, the, Jordan, it's the, the Jordan documentaries on Sundays and Korean yeah, baseball right, during exactly. the week. Exactly right. Well, there's some talk that the NFL's pretty, pretty, you know, they're going to do it. At least that's their current that's what they're saying. Yeah. Well, they released their schedule this week. So hopefully right. that sheds a little light on things. Well, it's a little early to be releasing the schedule. They don't even know if there's going to be 16 games or, you know. Yeah. Well, I mean, with the uh, games at all. bringing the XFL back, what's more extreme than not knowing if you're going to get a virus and die? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a good very point. true. That's very extreme. You should write the cut line. <laughs> <laughs> so extreme, we could die. <laughs> we play until one man is left. <laughs> Until someone spikes a fever. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, I brought along a uh, an econo monologue today. Since last week, uh, uh, Catherine, uh, I rolled aside went so well. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. The, the animal rituals. mating rituals, I think. <laughs> we, we have part two of animal mating rituals. There you go. I'm still thinking about the detachable penis. I, it's hard not to. <laughs> I, no, she's talking about mine. <laughs> Snap on. I'm, uh, I'm leaving town. I'm taking this with me. That's the old, that's the old Sam Kinison bit. Yep. I was just going to say, that was the Kinison bit. It was a Kinison bit, yep. <laughs> uh, all right, so I got some more crazy animal uh, sex uh, stories here. Ready? Um, <laughs> flatworms. Flatworms are oh. hermaphrodites. They, they have both male and female genitals. So if you're a flatworm, do you get mad at yourself for leaving the toilet seat up? (laughs) Oh, see? This is true. They wrestle. Two flatworms wrestle, and they use their penises to try to stab each other. And the loser slumps off to become the mother, which I believe is how the Clintons did things. (laughs) Oh, Oh, man. But that was a good one. I like that one. I think that's your closer. Save that one. Yeah, right. yeah, uh, save that one. Flatworms actually use their dagger-like penises to hunt as well as mate. What's more manly than that? I challenge you hunters out there to step it up a little. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine how powerful you'd feel if you took down an eight-point buck with your penis? You would never <laughs> stop roaring. You're such a child. <laughs> it gets worse. Hold on. Oh, yeah. Great, great. The, the average size of a banana slug penis is six to eight inches, which is pretty impressive considering what? the average banana slug is six to eight inches. Oh. Uh, no wonder he's so slow. I bet he has back problems, too, this poor guy. <laughs> oh, God. 
lugging that would be like around. having a six, that would be like having a six foot penis. We have that. It's called Matt Lauer. Thank Ooh, I like it. <laughs> Whatever happened to him? Is he just still collecting all his family's money? He came from a very wealthy family, you know. Is that right? Maybe that's oh, why he's such that, a dick. Know. Yeah, mm-hmm. literally. He's a prick. I played golf with him twice. What an arrogant dick. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Incredibly uh, arrogant. Alternate punchline: Jeremy Piven. Oh yeah. Oh, That'd only yeah. be a four foot two dick. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I was. I, that's right. I was wearing these jokes with my wife, and she goes, "He's not six feet." <laughs> no, no, he's not. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> All right. After laying her eggs, the female chicklet fish picks them up and carries them around in her mouth. Some males have spots on their lower body that resemble the eggs. The female sees the fake eggs mm. and, thinking she dropped some, tries to suck them in. Oh. And that's when the male inseminates the eggs in her mouth. Ah, Jesus. <laughs> that's really nice. An FJ. This is bizarre <laughs> genius, right? This is your wife. <laughs> this is my wife. <laughs> this is not Kevin. This is really nice. Out of pocket I've ever heard. Andy's <laughs> all embarrassed over there. We need, to, we need to get this coronavirus lockdown over with. We really need to get this Well, it would be an FJ. <laughs> Am I wrong? <laughs> <laughs> I like this egg idea so much. I'm thinking of tattooing a couple of Cadbury eggs on my belly. <laughs> there you go. I'm surprised you haven't already. See, it's mechanisms like that that make me think that intelligent design is real and God gets very bored sometimes. Yes. yes. How, how do you even evolve something like yes. that? Like, what's the first step in that happening? Yeah, let's just sit back and watch those right. fish. It's you, fascinating. You can't even think of, like, you know, what came first, the the fake egg or the carrying them fish in the mouth or what? The whole thing Right. It is very insane. Uh, the male anglerfish is born with no digestive system, and it has to find a mate immediately before it dies. Oh. So it attaches itself to a female, fuses itself to her body, and then withers away. Mm-hmm. Scientists call this stedmaning. <laughs> stedmaning. Whatever happened to Stedman? Is he still around? My point. That's my point. Don't but know. I will <laughs> never forget once on the show he was asked, are you and Oprah really together? And he said, well, I, I really don't want to comment on that. All I know is that I I just hope that Oprah can spread her wings and fly like an eagle. Oh, my God. Oh, like, yeah. oh really? Q vomit yeah. sounds. Q-vomit. <laughs> One of my favorite uh, ongoing Simpsons jokes is that Oprah, well, the Simpsons version of Oprah's husband's name is uh, Straightman. Straightman? <laughs> 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 Definitely not gay. It's right there in the uh, name. Right there. That's funny. <laughs> That's subtle and funny. <laughs> yes. Uh, the Argentine lake duck has a penis as long as the duck is tall, which can be used to lasso females. What? An activity usually reserved for bacteria and Ron Jeremy. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you very much. It's a 17-inch corkscrew-shaped penis. That's a pretty good life. You open a bottle of wine, you grab a curl, life's good. Everything's covered. (laughs) The gorilla, often over 400 pounds, has a a one-and-a-half-inch long penis. That's like Bill Romanowski. That's like like a linebacker on steroids. Oh, my God. (laughs) An inch and a half. But you know what they say, it's not the size of the ship. But whether or not that ship is attached to a 400-pound animal that can rip your arms off. <laughs> <laughs> that is what they say. 
I heard it. I, I heard it. That what kind of design was that? Yeah, you never I, really I know, know, do right? you? It's smaller than a banana slug. That doesn't seem fair. <laughs> Well, they live in the jungle, lots of bugs. I don't know. <laughs> you know what I'm really great about that? Branch. <laughs> <laughs> you're yeah, on you don't want that thing all over the place. What's really nice about that for me is because I have short legs and very long arms. People say I'm built like a gorilla, so that's great to know. <laughs> I get my one and a half inch penis cooking and we're good to go. Let's not discuss that right now. Let's <laughs> <laughs> not talk about it. I'm guessing it's kind of like, a, you know, how they don't like long hair in the military kind of thing. You know, something to grab onto in combat. I suppose. <laughs> I mean, they fight a lot. I don't know they what's gotten into this family, but there's about like seven That's not why. That's not why. <laughs> I, thought it was a, I thought it was a, uh, like a cleanliness thing. And then a, well, like I'm a, sure it, you know, it, it evolved into that because how much hand-to-hand combat is even happening We all days. look the same thing, right? Yeah. We're well, all in this together. Probably thing. lice, I would guess. Lice yeah, in the military? Right. Well, yeah, I'm sure that too. Absolutely. Really? Here's a quick one. The uh, the female cougar prefers a male her own age. Weird. Mm. Um, <laughs> really? <laughs> God. Uh, whole life the female is octopus. There you go. The female octopus will only mate once in her life. The sad thing, she makes the male octopus marry her first. <laughs> there you go. That's, That's it. Octopus. Octopus. <laughs> Good thing he's got eight arms to work with, so that's nice. The male octopus, here's another one of this kind of thing, will lose its member during sex, but will grow one, uh, another one, the next mating season. Those guys really look forward to the next season, you know, when catchers and penises report. (laughs) 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 Is yours coming in yet? It must be spring. (laughs) Very exciting when spring rolls around. The pig. The pig holds the record for the longest orgasm. It averages 30 minutes. Holy hell. Who's timing this? Yeah, really. I know, right? <laughs> Some farmer with a stopwatch. You're doing longer, so shorter. Yeah. That's why this little piggy stayed home. Why would you go out? <laughs> yes. 30 minutes. No wonder this guy is a mess. Who has time? You can't. Maybe really that's why can... Porky Pig was stammering. <laughs> True. 30 minutes, the swine flu doesn't last that long. 30. That's why Kermit liked Miss Piggy. It made him feel like a stud. <laughs> How long is the foreplay? That's the downside. 10 years. That's a lot of buildup. Yes. That's a lot of buildup. All right, here's the big closer. In Australia, there's a mouse-like marsupial called the brown antichinus. And during mating season, the male will have sex nonstop, sometimes dying due to lack of food or rest. And the female sleeps through this. <laughs> she, well. she sleeps through it. Nature has provided her with a snore that sounds exactly like, oh, yes, you're so big. <laughs> Get off my phone. <laughs> That's all I have to say to you. We're disconnecting this line. Hey. 
I think this closes the, it, the mating ritual chunks for, for good. You think? What, kind, what kind of ads are you getting now that your browser is yeah. full of this kind of stuff? What's happening? <laughs> I do what kind yeah. of weird? That's a very modern question. How has this changed your Google ads? <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's popping up on your Facebook feed. <laughs> yeah, if you weren't on a list before, you're definitely on one now. From the yeah, yeah, that's right. right. It's true. That's right. All right, uh, Hey, I, I wouldn't normally uh, go out of my way to do too many plugs, but I have one gig, and it's Love this it. week. Uh, NowhereComedyClub.com, this Thursday night. Uh, I'm excited about doing it. It's basically a giant Zoom call. It's interactive. It's super cool, and uh, I'm going to do it once. So <laughs> full headline set this Thursday, NowhereComedyClub.com. Come, come check it out. We'll get it done, and we'll talk to you next Monday. Sounds good. Thanks, guys. Thank you, sir. Kostaki Economopoulos. Ladies and gentlemen, that'll do it. Talk to you tomorrow with family. <laughs>